Hey, I'm Ruben from Dub. Welcome to Connection Loop, our actionable podcast about building businesses with daily human connections. Connection Loop features long form interviews with fascinating people in sales, marketing, and beyond. Enjoy today's episode and learn more about Dub at dub.com. And we are live. Hey guys, this is Ruben from Dub's podcast, Connection Loop. I have a special guest with me here. My daughter that's almost two years old. She's going to be uh, two on October 5th. So we're extremely excited about that. I was blessed here to get her to hang out with me. So we'll have to see how that goes and what she's into. Uh, Wasim, I will say this to you that, uh, you know, if I get preoccupied, you are then officially delivering a master class. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you bring your daughter along, man. I think it shows what you're about. I've got children of my own. I- I think I'm a little bit ahead of you. My youngest is nine, but I love it. I love having my children. It's it relieves so much anxiety to just make them part of the story, make them part of the script, and not have to swat them away when they show up in the frame. <laughs> yeah, and we got lives, man. Like you know, we're we're, we're, we're parents. We're you know, I like you know, one of the things I'm going to be talking about today is being an empowered entrepreneur, and being an empowered entrepreneur is being authentic and thinking about the impact that you make. And for me, I'm a massive, massive advocate for happy, harmonious families. Yes. Families. So I love seeing people who involve their, um, their children in their business. It's a great way to bring up entrepreneur, entrepreneurial children. Yeah, man. Well said. Well said, man. Uh, coming from a father, coming from a true father. That's awesome. Give me a bio. On yourself, and then let's get into this topic of being an empowered entrepreneur, because these are two extru- These are basically my two favorite words, and you found a way to combine them <laughs> into one. So yeah. let, let's get into this. Uh, what's your story, and what is an empowered entrepreneur? Cool. Uh, look, so look, my story started off. Um, I'm a migrant to Australia. I came here when I was ten years old. Um, so throughout my teens, I had a identity crisis you know am i lebanese am i australian am i lebanese australian am i australian lebanese but like, what the hell am i you know i went back to lebanon and i was called an aussie but in australia i was called lebanese so it's very challenging navigating through that finding my identity um and then i went and married someone from a completely different culture of an italian background which caused an even bigger identity crisis for us to identify you know where do we fit in and luckily for us, Australia is a very inclusive country, and um, we can we can create our own identity. So early on in my marriage, I was just an employee. I was a high school teacher. My wife is, was a high school teacher too. She's now ahead of a high school, but I wanted more. I always knew I wanted more. So I went out to seek a way I can bring in a second income, and I came across uh, network marketing at the time. And through network marketing, I was introduced to personal development. And it's during wow. that that I realized that, heck, I've got a real fixed mindset and I didn't even know about it. Mm. Now, I think a lot of people out there actually suffer from a fixed mindset without even being aware. And I can relate to that because I was that person. I right. thought, I'm anxious, I want to do more. But then I went to this personal development seminar with Tony Robbins, unless you out within. And after four days, I realized that the knowledge I had was this small compared to what's out there in the world. It was a massive, massive eye-opener for me. From there, I started my personal development journey. 
I want to get into sales. I left teaching. No one gave me a job. So I guess through this, I'm going to start my own business. And I started my own um, direct marketing business where I was selling promotional products and marketing materials. And to grow that business back in 2004, we didn't have Google. We didn't have Facebook ads. We didn't have Google AdWords. We didn't have any of those things. And it was literally knocking on doors. But it's, as I got better and better and upgrading and raising my own consciousness, I realized that for me to be an entrepreneur, there's got to be a bigger reason for why I'm doing what I'm doing. The bigger than me, why? Not just the finances. Mm. And when you say, when you talk about, you know, elevating your consciousness, what does that mean? Does Is that an internal thing? Is that, you know, you plus self, self-realization? Is that you becoming an expert in your field? Is that a combination? What was that process like for you? It's definitely a combination. It all starts with the mind. You know, anything you anything you see on the screen of your mind, you can hold in your hand. But it has to start in the mind. You have to have a vision. You have to have a picture in your mind of what success looks like for you. And success doesn't always just mean money. It means more than that. Like for me, success is watching my son graduate from year 12 and going on to doing an education at university level and, and moving on. My success also means for me, giving my son and my children the opportunity that they can become entrepreneurs while they're learning. Success for me means that I'm making an impact onto my clients and watching them make an impact on the world. Not just fine, the money will come, but that's not what's going to drive it. I'm always going to be looking just, and you've got to look at the numbers, obviously, when you're running a business. But if you're looking just at the numbers, you're going to miss on a lot of things. So raising my consciousness is raising my own mindset, becoming a better person every day. Things like, you know, um, your daily routines, your success routines, your mindset um, habits, and all these things that get you in a better state. For example, like Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison had his factory or his lab burnt down. This was a million dollar lab and with no insurance. Now he could have gone, stuff this, I'm giving up, it's all doom and gloom. Or he could have, which is what he actually did, he said, all right, well, tomorrow we start rebuilding. So he lost a million dollars in a, in a fire, or I can't remember exactly how he got destroyed. He lost his lab, no insurance, a million dollars back in the early 1900s. It's a lot of money. Oh my gosh, that's, that's got to be, what, $100 million now? <laughs> and he lost no insurance. And you know what? It's because of his mindset mm. that he was able to say, well, tomorrow we start rebuilding. And he didn't just give up, go to depression. And, you know, what some people might do today, he would do worse, just get to a suicide when a massive commitment like that happens. So that is what elevating your consciousness is, making that decision to be a happy person to be positive. Now, I, I suspect that to get to that point, to, to want to elevate your consciousness, you also have to get your ass kicked pretty badly, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, s struggle is, is a topic that I, I'm, I'm familiar with. I, I have a healthy balance of, you know, privilege and struggle in my life, just like everyone else. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I definitely consider myself a privileged person if, if someone were to have me choose between one or the other. But as an entrepreneur, you know, I know what it's like to go through that struggle. I've been there, you know, financially, emotionally, 
psychologically, spiritually, from a relationship basis. So it's, it's one of the challenging, most challenging things, I think. And frankly, the thing that I think that makes being a solo entrepreneur one of the most lonely things, in fact. You know, it's, it's a very lonely thing to be a solo entrepreneur. When you don't have your partners, and you don't have your affiliates, and you don't have your, you know, your clients, <laughs> when you're starting out, it's, 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 one of the, it's, it's a weeding process almost, you know? And I think the vast majority of the people say, hey, listen, this is not for me, you know? And maybe that's yeah. a good thing, and maybe that's a bad thing. But um, what has, is, what is, you know, been your most difficult situation on your path to entrepreneurship? Definitely, exactly what you said. Being a solo entrepreneur or solopreneur, as, you know, the current buzzword is, is very, very lonely. I mean, for me, these four walls that you're looking at right now, this is my life. You know, most days from 4 a.m. in the morning to 8, 9 p.m. at night, this is it. You know, that door behind me is closed. I go out there, like school holidays here at the moment in Australia, some of my family, my kids are home. You know, I get to see them, but generally speaking, I'm up at 4 a.m. I'm in here preparing my day, going up to the gym, coming back and working all day, unless I've got meetings outside. So it can be very, very lonely. And it's only by remembering that, you know, the impact that you have that you're going to create. And one of the things that I always, that always pushes me forward is remembering a quote by Oprah Winfrey, which is your challenges are your gifts. And through the challenges, you grow and become a better, a better person. Early on in my journey, I used to look at challenges as a catastrophic event that was going to be the end of me, it's going to be the end of my, my business, it's going to be the end of my relationships. But then I started every single time I had a challenge and I got through it, I turned back and looked, you know what, I'm a better person because of it. Mm -hmm. I'm stronger, I've learned more, I've got more experience, I know how to deal with it next time. So every time, and look, everybody in the world today has gone through a lot of challenges in 2020, including myself. I'm a gym owner. You know, I'm a, you know, I had a massive, massive plan to do all these seminars and online this live training. And then that all got shut down on the 23rd of March, 2020 in Australia. So we've all faced our challenges, but I just remembered that, you know what? This is just an opportunity for me to grow. And I had to pick up my business and reinvent my business back in March to go from, you know, uh, whatever money we're making, only about like $30,000, $40,000 a month to zero. And then as a solo entrepreneur, and then I had to rebuild that and then make go back to $39,000 in sales in 10 days, five weeks afterwards. But mm. that is knowing that your challenges are your gifts to help you grow. There's always, always a silver lining if you have the right consciousness and you elevate, you just chunk up, what can I do differently right now? What can I do with this information? Mm, so that was, that sounds like it was almost like your Edison, your Thomas Edison moment. The factory is burned down. You now find yourself in a situation where you have to pivot or something else, die. Yeah. You can either, you can either, either drive, you can, you know, as, as uh, Tony Robbins says, you're either growing or you're dying. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well said. Well said. Yeah. Exactly right. Exactly right. And what would you say that your secret is to being a parent, having many kids, and also having to manage your own risk, run your own business, work crazy hours, 4 a.m. to 8 p.m. sometimes? Uh, what is that process like? What is what is your? 
I've got three kids. I don't have many kids. <laughs> I don't have like I don't have a massive tribe of ten or twelve kids. So, but you know what? The biggest secret for me is my relationship with my wife. Honestly, the success of my children's upbringing and the success of my family comes down to the success of the relationship I have with my wife. I've been very, very blessed to have one of the most amazing women in the world to be my partner. She's always believed in me. She's always stuck by my side. She's always been there, but it hasn't always been like that. I had to work my ass off to get her trust, to get her to know that I am in this for her and for us. And once she felt that, she completely surrendered to me in terms of she gave me everything, the same way I give her everything. So being a good parent comes down to having a good relationship. If you're having challenges with your children, you need to look at your relationship with your partner. If you and your partner don't have a good relationship, that's going to show up in your children because they are watching you. They, they are mm-hmm. taking everything that you are doing as a parent, as a father, as a mother, as, as a couple, and they are taking that as this is what life is like. Mm-hmm. So because of that, and obviously I'm blessed that my wife is a teacher, so she has a lot of time with the kids, taking them to school and back. So that is an obviously um, a, a perk that I have as being married to a teacher. But it comes down to when we do spend time with the kids and we spend time with the family, then we make sure that it's quality time, not just quantity. Like I'm, I'm speaking at a summit this weekend. I've got about four presentations over two days. So I'm very, very busy tomorrow and Sunday. We've got a public holiday here on Monday. So we've taken the time to say Monday, yeah, everything's off. I'm not getting on my computer. I'm spending time with the family. I'm going to have a barbecue or something. I don't know what we're going to do yet, but it's family day. So we've got to make sure that there's quality time with the family, not just one That's so important. You know, this, this idea of uh, professional life and personal life, uh, God, talk about everything getting integrated now. And, you know, gone are the days when we can go away, drive away, get out of the freeway, go to an office, you know, be at our workplace and and forget about our life at home. Forget about the problems in our relationships because now they're getting amplified, you know, because we're all together. And I think that it's the best exercise for us uh, to be able to overcome some of the challenges and overcome some of the frictions. So, you know, I think that the fact that you have found that unlock in in terms of your relationship at home and how it transcends to your your work and your career is what i think a lot of people need to be doing because there's mental health there's relationships with our family and then there's work (laughs) and you can't really get Get the third one unless you get the first two, uh-huh. and maybe the one even before that is a spiritual identity. <laughs> yeah, and I think especially so, uh, you know there's an order to things, and I and I think that you know that's exactly what you're what you're speaking about. I totally agree. So, with what you. are you going to be talking about at your at your conferences i'm very curious 
Um, well, funnily enough, um, so tomorrow morning I'm going to be. We've got a pre-recorded session that we're going to be um, streaming live, and no one is around energy and how professional, busy professionals or energy poor can turn that around. So we've got a program for energy professionals. Then we're going to be talking about having meaningful conversations. So there'll be another session where I'm on the panel where we're going to talk about how to have meaningful conversations with people in your life with more strangers. Tomorrow night, we're going to be speaking about exactly what we're talking about today, the empowered entrepreneur. And then Sunday, my wife and I are speaking about relationship and relationship taboo. So pretty much all things. Uh, so it looks like we're having some, some technical difficulties here. Are you still there? I think we are having some technical difficulties there. 